Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now, 106.3 WORD proudly presents Hot Rods and Happy Custom car and hot rod enthusiasts together for a weekly chat. Here are your hosts, Rob Pitts and Odd Rod. Live and local on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. Happy Easter, Jeff Lewis Nail here. And Jeff Lewis Nail. Happy Easter, Mr. Pitts. Happy birthday, day, Mr. Odd Rod. I tell you what, I mean, I'm excited. Both of you get Easter egg baskets? Yes, we got Easter baskets. My parents used to play cruel tricks on me at Easter. Easter's a sad time for me. Me. Sad time. My parents would send me out for an Easter egg hunt, but they never put no eggs out. Oh. <laughs> Should have been a hit. That sounds like something Kim Pitts would do. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like I could tell a psychiatrist about it, but I choose to tell our listeners. <laughs> Robbie, where'd you get your eggs at? Yeah. <laughs> they said you should have looked at the grocery store. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, we got a lot of shows coming up. Odd Rod, we got a lot of shows coming up. I want to tell you something, buddy. Do we have a lot of shows coming we up? We do have a lot we of shows. We got a lot of, of car shows coming yes. up. Oh, I mean, it's oh, just, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Clarification there, oh, Jeff. Gotcha. My, my live, and, live and in person. Yes, sir. So this weekend coming, Friday the 21st through Sunday the 23rd, we're heading to beautiful Maggie Valley. Oh. I'll tell you what now. This is this is something I've talked about a few times. This is the Southeast Mini Trucking Nationals. Yes, sir. There's something about mini truckers that are near and dear to my heart. Well, it's doing illegal things, making yeah. the best you can of what you got, right? And, and a they, lot of alcohol. And they like oh. to party. And they like to party. A lot of alcohol. These these are my kind of guys right here. This, this right here is people watching at its best. Oh yes, your kind of guys. So not your kind of people. Well, well, okay, people. <laughs> Just helping you out there, Rob. Well, most mini truckers are guys, so you know. Russell in Maggie Valley many times at the Maggie Valley Bike Rally, and I'm telling you, a lot of interesting people come well, out there, but they're all very good people. They Great do, they do people. have that uh, bike museum up there in Maggie Valley too. They do. It's worth a stop. Wheels through town. Yep, yep. We're gonna we're gonna make a little stop in there. I'm pretty sure. Nose around. Yeah, touch, just nose around. Touch like a few things. You know, know. <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. They got Evil Knievel bike in there. It's kind of cool to touch, even though you're not supposed to. Oh, I'll tell you something. Evil Knievel is like a personal hero of mine. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he represents America. He is America. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you a little side note about Evil Knievel. I just got to tell you now. It's All right, let's go. Actually, is I, he evil? No. no. He's pretty Knieving. Evil Knievel, I actually read a documentary on Evil Knievel, mm-hmm. and it was very interesting that he was like telling kids like public service announcements and things like It's like, don't do drugs and mind your parents, and he was like smoking dope and cussing his mom out at the same time. That's pretty cool. Kind of like Hulk Hogan. Basically. <laughs> you know, honestly, what shocks me more than anything of that, Rob, is I never took you for a reader. So, Well, really? <laughs> from the man that graduated from Union High School well, let's and not go there. taxidermy. Oh, <laughs> taxidermy? They offer that there? Well, he didn't take it, but they oh. do. Gotcha. We tried to teach you a trade, boy. 
All right, let's get back on track. So we get home from Maggie Valley sometime Sunday. Mm-hmm. Monday, we're going to be at Applebee's in Easley, South Carolina for the Make-A-Wish Foundation show. All I tell right. you what, I love these Make-A-Wish shows. Going to a great cause, great restaurant, Applebee's, have your drink, get you a burger, have your car show. we got great music, Odd Rob and Rob on the microphone, keeping everything lively in Easley, South Carolina. And things are looking up a lot in Easley, especially right there on 123. I remember on the Rise Guys Morning Show, we had our annual uh, beer draft night there packed the place out so easily is a good stopping ground that's what i'm saying all right and then we all know what's the following week uh what is that april 29th carolina brought to you by carolina coaches with case uh-huh. carolina yeah. motor fest from the historic greenville pick and speedway and why are right. you still in my line <laughs> i always say well, historic <laughs> greenville pick you've and said speedway. it for the last i don't know 10 weeks i figured i'd take a stab at it all right no, yeah. no Rice Krispies for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's wrong. Uh-oh. Just for that, I'm going to the vending machine and buying every well, Rice Krispie well, treat. Well, hand me one right there. Right there. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a tear running down on Rob's face. <laughs> so, yes, Carolina Motor Fest. Great show. It's going to be awesome. Tell us a few Donald, things. Donald. Tell us how it's going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be huge. Thank you. I tell you what, guys. A little something about Carolina Motorfest. We got a little something for everybody. We got great music. We got great cars. We're at the racetrack. You got a swap meet. We got a live auction. And the pinup competition. I'm going to tell you something else, too. We're going to have Miss Liberty Bell. Miss Liberty Bell. She's putting on her pinup contest. And I want to tell you something, guys. That right there is worth admission in itself. That's the only reason I'm coming. That's it. Really? Yeah. Well, awesome. Congratulations. You got a show to do, Odd Rod. I, I, better say, I, I hope your wife's not listening to that. Oh, uh, well. Love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, things happen. <laughs> so, so I've heard. May 6th, we're going to be right around 30 Chrome Drive. That's right. May 6th, we're going to be right here at the Quaker Steak and Lube. Great oh, wings. I'm telling you. Very Great. good wings. Very. Especially the garlic parmesan. I'm Those are you. my favorite. Amazing, amazing favorite. flavor right Highly there. Highly recommended by Robin Oddrod. <laughs> oh, Lord. Especially with some good ranch and some good blue cheese. I'm telling you, you dip it all the way in there. It's amazing. I won't you're you're getting a little too into these wings, Jeff. I'm telling you, I'm a fan of wings. I'm a wing connoisseur. All right. I'm telling you, <laughs> you throw some wings at me, like I'll I'll devour them quickly. Quick, right. Quickly. This show's going to be benefiting Berea High School football team? That's right, the Berea High School football team. So. This is always a great show every year. It's going to be a top 50. Great show, like I said, great music. And we're at Quaker Steak. Get you a beer, get you some wings. Look at some good-looking cars. That's right. Hard then- to go wrong. Friday night, come back and uh, back to Union County Dragway and join us there as we announce another Pro Mod Series race. I'm it's telling a you huge announcement. Exactly. Exactly. At the Union County Dragway, which, might I add, is No, the, you may not. We'll let, we'll let him. <laughs> we'll, let him. We'll, let him. <laughs> we'll let him. The NHRA's newest sanctioned track and one of the top five eighth-mile tracks in the country, kids. What? Right here in Union, in South Union. Carolina. We're in Union right now? Well, no, the tracks in Union. Oh, the tracks in Union. Gotcha. So you got me confused there. Once we stay there till about two o'clock in the morning again, the next day, May thirteenth, we're going to be up here uh, in Spartanburg at Sears for the Springtime Nationals. Springtime Nationals. I'm going to tell you something, guys. This show is always packed. We we get people all over Sparkle City coming into this show. Mm-hmm. Bowling Springs, Four City. It's going to be a great show. A lot of vendors. Great music. Can't beat it. 
And then last but not least, because we could go on for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. May 19th through the 21st, we're going to be heading up to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, for the Camaro Nationals. For the Camaro Nationals. Uh-huh. And I want to tell you something else. Like the mini truckers, those Camaro guys, they like to party. Tell you they kind of like Mustang and, guys. And, and gals. There's, there's, there's Camaro I'm going to take too. Papa Neal's Mustang up there and enter it. I want to tell you something. You may get jumped there. You're just out. I ain't there. getting jumped by nobody. <laughs> I, I want to tell you something. We got one Jeff Lewis Neal. We've got 500 Camaro Maniacs. I don't care. Bring it. <laughs> I got a supercharger in that thing. You better pack a lunch. <laughs> I already got one packed. It's fine. Oh, yeah. That, that also reminds me. During the month of May, there will be no H&H event, Hot Rods and Happy Hour event at Ruby Tuesdays. You got to watch out. Four we... salads or no, four lettuces. Four lettuces. No, Son of a gun. Yeah. Well, I want to tell you something. We doubled up the last time we were there, thank goodness, because, you know, when you hit that salad bar, I just made a second trip because I knew I wasn't <laughs> going to get it this month. That's right. So, we got a lot to look forward to, and on this show in particular, we're going to be finishing up our segments of last week talking about all these precious metal cars. Low precious metal. Precious metal. It is Easter. Well, we're talking talking about low production. Yeah, I mean, it's low production cars. These cars right here, you just don't see every day. It's not necessarily these gigabuck million dollar cars. Gigabuck. 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 What about gigawatt? It's a thing. That is a thing. And if you have 21 of them, you can go back in time. It's actually 1.21. Yes, 1.21. I stand corrected. And and that's why I'm not an electrician. Right Ah, there. there That was my problem. I didn't go back in time. Go get you some plutonium. Uh, 80s baby got corrected on the back to the future. By another 80s baby. What's your problem? Yeah. You you would have to watch it on YouTube. I do do know O'Reilly's uh, sells a flux capacitor. They do. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Same sure. thing. All right, so I think uh, I think we got a second. We can knock out one of these cars real quick, maybe. How about the 1965 Malibu Z16? 396, 375 horsepower. Well, I want to tell you something. This is the first big block muscle car, period. They made 200 of these cars, actually 201, supposedly one convertible that's vanished off the face of the earth. Where'd it go? Um, these cars are very limited production. These are big money cars. These these cars range anywhere between one hundred seventy-five dollars and $250,000 in price, but... You got to keep in mind, this is like the influential thing. You know, you, when you think about the muscle cars, you think about the 70 Chevelles, LS6 cars, you think about the 6 and 7 and 8 and 9 big block cars. They wouldn't exist. This was the first big block engine in an intermediate car. All period. right, Rob Pitts, I know we got you on a 65 Hold Chevelle. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to pay some sponsors. We're going to be right back, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Get our Facebook and Instagram links at 1063WORD.com. Whether it's four on the floor or three on the tree, this is Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob and Odd Rod. 1063WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod, we're yes. talking about this precious yeah. metal. Yes, sir. We, uh, we left off on the 65 Malibu Z16. 396, 375 horsepower. Preach! I'm going to tell you something. When you start talking about those cars, I get excited. I know you do. That's crazy. Man, these cars are awesome. So they're built in Kansas City, where they build the convertibles. Exactly, because they got reinforced frames on those cars. That's right. They got the full box frames that came on the convertibles on these things. And it's actually the same motor that went into the 66, which is a lot larger Chevelle. And here's what I like. This is what I like about these cars. They put full-size brakes on these cars, and not only that, but... Full-size truck brakes. Yeah, and, and not only Chevelle. that, but they put the uh, full-size steering box, too, that modified to fit it, so it had a better turning radius. So they did a lot of engineering to these cars at the factory, especially for 1965. 
Well, and the thing you got to think about, I mean, this was 50 years ago. They jammed a big block, and I don't care if they're truck brakes or not, but they are drum truck brakes all the way around. <laughs> yeah. I would not get out of the electric chair to go wide open throttle in a car like that. Why no, not? It, You'll be dead. <laughs> There's you, a good chance that you, the power yeah, can break on that. Exactly. You got a good chance of flipping a breaker on the electric chair. But there's a good chance the you're The Z16 won't. is a sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not to Spike mention. Spike your hair up even more. No. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention they stuck a 160-mile-an-hour speedometer in this car, so I think they're planning on someone trying that. I promise you. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be it. What's next? What's next? A little truer to my heart. The 2006 Silverado SS Intimidator. Oh. Well, I want to tell you something. That's going to be near and dear to almost every Southern boy's heart. You know why? Because of one word you said that started with I. The yeah. Intimidator. Yeah. Love you, Dale. I got my three <laughs> up in the air right now. Well, what's cool is the run of the uh, up-badge Silverados, the SS, ran from 03 to 06, and they're already a lower-production truck in and of themselves. But in 06, when paying honor to Dale Earnhardt, the planned production of these things was only 130, or, I'm sorry, 1,333. They ended up only building 933 of these. What? So, That's insane. Yeah, I mean, a super, super low-number truck. I mean, right now, you got everybody in the trailer park on the edge of their seats. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, what's cool, so I got a little curious about this. Uh-huh. I own an 04 Silverado SS. It's actually parked outside right now. So I got to run in numbers on these things. In 2004, they built, or sold, rather, over 700,000 of these trucks. Over 700,000 04 Silverados were sold. Good call. But how many SSs did they make? Only 5,098. So you are a plethora of SS You're pulling Silverado. my leg right now. Nope. I'm going to tell no, you something. You are like the Google. You're <laughs> like a Rice Krispie Treat eating Google of all things automotive. I am. I am. But, you know, it is cool. Between U.S. and Canada, they sold over 700,000. So that means probably somewhere close to a million were produced because not all trucks get sold. Not all cars yeah, get sold. Even in Canada, eh? Yeah, even in yeah. Canada, eh? Eh. So I'm in Australia? <laughs> over here. But total SS is, you know, 20,038 were produced, um, 07 being the rarest year with only 189 getting produced. Mm-hmm. And but So that makes 07 kind of rare. But with the Intimidator package, only 933. So pretty that, low production well, number truck. Well, I'll tell you something. I mean, all that Dale Earnhardt stuff was really low production. God, they Dale Earnhardt everything. What? I mean, Dale Earnhardt was everything. Amen to that. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Dale Earnhardt didn't die. The good Lord just needed a driver. That's very true. <laughs> So sticking with the SS package. Sticking? Sticking. Sticking. Sticking with the sticking SS say, package. Sticking, say. Sticking, say. The elusive Impala SS station wagon. Oh, Lord, how mercy. We knew you were going to be talking about a B-body somewhere here when you're talking about yeah. precious metal. The we family said, truckster. We said precious metal, not heavy metal. <laughs> so somewhere in the lines of 94 through 96, I think this was a 95, GM supposedly... I've heard rumors of up to three, but definitely one. He's using air quotes. Air quotes, yes. They produced. I want to know where you get this information, like from your B-Body fanboy page? Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a secret handshake for these things or what? We do. I think I know it. A decoder ring or something? I mean, you guys take this to the next level. Well, we know things, yeah. Well, you do with your Malibus. I mean, come on. Uh, what yeah. a Chevelle, America's Muscle Car. Yeah, that's yeah, odd. Don't worry about quit me. Pre- quit, quit preaching that up. That's a Malibu. <laughs> if, uh, it's, 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 it's true. <laughs> Don't but, church it up, Joe Deerte. 
<laughs> it's a Chevelle. Van Halen, not Hagar. <laughs> You're a fan of Leaf Garrett, aren't you? <laughs> Who's not? And a force big. Exactly. <laughs> I think he's quite awesome myself. He's a good guy. But no, so it's, it's all seriousness. The Impala SS wagon. Got his autograph above my bed. Supposedly, one or three were made. Only one exists. And last I found, I've actually found pictures of the car. It resides somewhere in Georgia. It's like the Sasquatch pictures. Pretty much, yeah. So uh, basically every night you're on Squatch Watch for B-Body <laughs> SS station wagons. Ew. But you know, it, it's kind of cool, though. That, so it took a standard station wagon, and instead of having the skirted rear end like they all have, it opens up like a normal sedan does. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. But GM used it as a parts hauler on the track for testing. So they hauled parts in it. Pretty cool, though. Only one of them possibly ever made. I wonder what happened to that car. It's in Georgia somewhere. Yeah, it's in Georgia. I guess someone owns it. So I hope. Another. Speaking of one car is made, the 83 Corvette. This right here. It's a technicality. Well, first of all, it's not precious metal. It's precious fiberglass at this point. <laughs> um, you know, in 1983, they're only made, you know, what, a handful, what, one or three or four of these cars are actually 83, true 83 Corvettes yes. were made. Yeah. And the reason it is when they did the transition from the 82 to the, the C3 to the C4 body style car. And what they did was they changed these cars so much, they had problems with quality control. So they just skipped 83 altogether. Yep. Um, staying on the uh, Corvettes, though, the 80, uh, 88 35th anniversary Corvette. All right. This car is near and dear to my heart. This is my 80s baby coming out in me right here. I remember seeing these cars when they were brand new. Golly. Is it near your They're sternum 19... or near the armpit? It's in it's in the middle. Okay. Right. So that's a sternum. Okay. But I want to tell you something, guys. These cars right here were just so cool. I mean, they were everything 80s. I mean... If it came with a slap bracelet is the only thing it was missing. <laughs> Those were awesome. You ain't lying. So anyway, I mean, you got to think about it. They had the white seats, the white wheels, the white steering wheel, white on white on white. I mean, this thing was like Don Johnson, Miami Vice, every 80s hairband. Tink up. It had an Aquanet dispenser in this thing. I'm going to write down slap bracelets for my new gimmick table. But, I mean, but this is the thing. This car was so cool. And the thing is, I remember when they were brand new. I remember we were on vacation in Tampa, Florida at Abraham Chevrolet, which is still in Tampa, Florida. Hey, Abraham. Abraham Chevrolet. And they had their 88 35th anniversary. They only made 2,050 of these cars. Yeah, they only made 2,050. And, I mean, the thing that was really cool about it is seeing that car in the showroom and now starting to see them collectible. Yeah. I mean, that's a little bit on the higher end of production numbers, but still very low production. Well, you got to think about it. 88, they made 2,050 of them. I mean, this is before you were born. Yeah, so how many How many yeah. of them have made it? <laughs> exactly. I mean, those cars, I mean, they're gone. Yeah, I mean, of some of them got lost. Uh, Miled up and everything else. Yeah, and then Cash for Clunkers took out some of them. Because mm. the C4 wasn't the most de- desirable Corvette. C4s was one of the best handling Corvettes ever made. I agree. But they lost the ride. Yep. And the performance was a little down with the L98. All right, so we got some more cars to talk about. And then we're going to get talking about a very new car coming up next right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. Never miss Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Listen on demand. Hit the podcast link at 1063WORD.com. Getting eight miles to the gallon and love in every minute of it. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob and Odd Rod on 1063WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right. 
Odd Rod. Odd Rod. Yes, yeah. sir. Jeffrey. Going on there. Hey, how are you? Rob Pitts. It's my impression of Rod Pitts. Everybody's here? Hot Rod's in happy hour. We're all good? We're all golden. All right. All, all right. We're right. talking about these low-production cars and precious metal. Precious all metals. Right. Please don't be a B-body. Please don't be a B-body. No, but it is another wagon. The Cadillac CTS-V wagon, to be exact. Those are kind of cool. I mean, if you're going to get a station wagon. Well, if you're going to get a Cadillac CTS-V, let's be honest. These cars were only made from 2011 to 2013. What's cool is they packed the LSA under the hood. 556 horsepower, supercharged, right off the factory line. How cool is that? And it's a Cadillac. It's That's class. <laughs> it's class. I mean, factory Brembo brakes. I mean, what more could you ask for? Best thing, production numbers, 1,300 of them were made. That's crazy. That's a very low production. A, for, for a modern but car. It's, but it's an odd setup. I mean, it it's is a Cadillac, odd. it's a station wagon, and it's a hot rod. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it really is. I mean, a normal person wouldn't buy this car. No, absolutely not. You know, my uh, boss, actually, at my other job, my you know, my moneymaker, um, he had a 2011 Cadillac CTSV, and it was just a sedan. And I tried to tell him, I said, man, if you're going to buy one of these cars, buy a wagon. These things are never going to lose their value. These things will be what they are or better forever. Coming from you. Buy a wagon. Well, you know, <laughs> me trying to convince somebody to drink the wagon. They will, they will never lose value. All right, I'm going to tell you something. Your wagon parked in my garage brought the property value down in my house. <laughs> but it made, you, it made you look cool, though. <laughs> yeah. I heard of that. So moving on, let's jump back. Uh, we've talked a lot about Mustangs. Let's jump back over to the Ford side. And I know a guy that's got one of these, and he'll love that we mentioned them. The Ford Mustang Boss 302 in 2012 and 13. Only 8,289 total of these were made. And then they had the Laguna Seca. Only 1,514 were made of those. The Laguna who? The Laguna Seca. It's a very, very popular road course. Yep. But I want to tell you something that's really cool about those cars, though, is they're bringing back so many neat things with them. I mean, the racing heritage in them. And it's a cool car. I mean, it's more than just a sticker package. I mean, this is a... Oh, yeah. They ditched really the rear seats. You know, they retuned the suspension on them. Uh, you know, torsions, limited slip, different rear diff, and a larger rear anti-roll bar. So, I mean, Ooh. they did a lot with the suspension on these cars and really beefed them up for that package. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a great car. And it's just another way the Mustang... They, they make them so cool with all the different packages and all that. And these cars are no different than the rest. Absolutely. All right, so... Before we skip on to a certain car we got to talk about, mm-hmm. let's talk about cars that are destined to become classics. These are cars I truly believe that in the next, I don't know, maybe 20 years, yeah. these cars are going to be bringing some money. I have what a you... sneaky suspicion that damn Caprice is going to get brought into this. <laughs> I was going to say, what you got in mind? Yep, we got the uh, Pontiac G8, the Chevy SS, and the Caprice PPV. These are all Holden cars oh, yeah. from Australia. All oh, LS- yeah. Yeah, all LS powered cars. These are these are going to be some uh, big money sedans. Let me start calling you the boomerang boy, man. You call that a car? That's a car. <laughs> Here's an oddball. I think this one's going to be a big number car or a big money car. The uh, Pontiac Solstice. I think the Pontiac Solstice and the Saturn Sky. All right. I think these cars are going to be kind of neat, especially the turbos. I'm with you. All right, another one, and this is tapping on what we're about to talk about, is the Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat. I think these cars. The ones that survive, the ones if, that got put up. I think if, these cars if Dodge don't keep making all they can sell of them, if they start putting a cap on the production numbers, I think these cars twenty, thirty years from now are going to be some. Well, this is the big problem with Chrysler. Chrysler's going to sell them as long as people are dumb enough to buy them. That's right. I got a Chrysler. Like I said, for dumb enough to buy them. <laughs> Another destined to become classic. Uh, I will say, 
a car we just talked about is going to be the Cadillac CTS-V wagon. I, I think that's going to be a hot car. I think any of your CTS-Vs. I mean, in general, yeah. wagons probably be a little hotter. Yeah, I think you put them up, I think those are going to be some money cars years down the road. But I'll tell you what, though. We're talking about new precious metal. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. Unless you've been living under a rock or you're in Union, you probably have already heard about it this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. The 2018, I'll say, formatively, Dodge Challenger SRT Demon. Who oh. hasn't had this in the conversation in the past 24 hours? I'll tell you what. Me. Some of the memes for this are <laughs> absolutely hilarious. A, I'll tell you what. This car being produced has proved that the internet is full of some savages. Because they have been rough, well, including myself. I, I want to yeah. tell you something. I, and, you know, I'm not the biggest Mopar maniac, but... I really like this car. I love this car. I think what Dodge has done and what their engineers have done in hiding this whole production of this car, going under the radar with it, I think they've accomplished something that you're going to see other manufacturers use years down the road. Well, this is something. The Demon name is near and dear to my heart. Something that you probably don't know about me. My dad drove a 1971 Dodge Demon when he met my mother dragging Main Street. I did not know that. With a 440 in it. Nice. Uh, and my dad was he was a big Mopar man. You know, he drag raced Mopars back in the 70s. But I'll tell you something that's neat though. I mean, hell, I was probably conceived in a 72 or 71 Dodge Demon. Good so God. maybe that's why I'm drew into that. But well, this car is really cool. Yeah, Give us some stats, on it. Well, I know you're chomping at the bit. It's going to pack a little bit meaner punch than the old 440 did, I assure you of that. With a 6.2-liter Demon-specific V8. Air quotes. Yes, sir. I um, love the names on this stuff, though, because this thing has got all new internals. They're only The only thing it's yeah. sharing with the Hellcats is cylinder heads. Yeah, yeah, basically the block, if you will. Well, I mean, well I mean, this is the thing I think about. It's a 6.2-liter V8 with a 2.7-liter supercharger on this Yes, thing. sir. Increasing the boost pressure up to 14.5 PSI. For those who don't know, that's a lot. That's a that's, that's a, lot a big of number, especially off a off a factory production car. That's a big number. Eight hundred forty horsepower, zero to sixty in two point huge number. Zero to sixty in two point three seconds. But I tell you something, seven hundred and seventy foot pounds, pounds of torque. But I tell you something else that's really impressive about this car. What's that? It's the very first production car ever sold with drag radials on from the factory. Yes, sir. The and this is I'll tell you what what I was talking about with the engineering uh, behind this car. The SRT power chiller, as they've called it, mm-hmm. this thing directs air air conditioning into the cold air intake system on it and cools the temperature of the air coming into the car by forty five degrees. Think of that as like cheater nitrous. Well, the thing you got to think about, I mean, you could be driving in Florida and the car thinks it's in Alaska. Yeah, I mean, so this car is going to run like it's on a cool day every day. Well, All another right. another really neat thing about this car, several things, of course, and I love how Chrysler, they're marketing genius. The oh, names. God, yes. They've got the Air Grabber Hood Scoop, which is also the largest hood scoop on a production car ever made. Yep. This car's got a lot of one and onlys on it. I love the highest horsepower V8 production ever produced. Well, that. Well, it's the world's fastest car. Yeah. Production car right now. But this is something that's really cool about it, too. It's like the name's Direct Connection, which, I mean, if you're a Mopar guy, you know what Direct Connection is. And, of course, with a Direct Connection computer in it, this thing can make over 1,000 horsepower. Yep. I mean, 1,023 horsepower, I believe, is correct. Good God. And, I mean, the computer system in this car in and of itself is amazing. On demand, the Demon can run a 91 octane, or it can be swapped over to 100-plus octane racing fuel. Well, I'll tell you something. That's cool. This is the very first production car with a trans brake. I mean, how awesome is that? This car is built for drag racing. Basically, they took Chevrolet's Copo Camaro idea, and they put a VIN number on it. <laughs> yeah. This is the world's fastest 
quarter mile time on a production car. 9.65 in the quarter mile. At 140 miles an hour, certified by the NHRA. But also banned by the NHRA. But there's a reason behind this right Yeah, here, when guys. you're lacking a roll cage and fire suppression but, but, equipment. And, you know, the thing that popped in my head, you got a car with no interior. Keep in mind, it only comes with a driver's seat. Yep. Why don't you put a roll cage in it? Because that's the only reason why it's breaking the NHRA's 999 rule. Yep. But this is the thing with that. Speaking of that, though, not to get off subject, but it's the first production car to come with a front passenger seat delete. Exactly. But this delete! Is, delete! <laughs> but a 999 rule is it needs to have a roll cage. Why didn't Chrysler go ahead and stick a roll cage in it? I'm a little curious about that one. I'll I, tell you why. I, I have thought it up. And now keep in mind, this is just my theory. Ah, and, like I'm not, and I'm not the grassy knoll guy. I'm like, not usually not too far I like off. a Rob Pitt's theory, and I think I know where you're going with this. I want to tell you something. What's going to happen if you weld a roll cage in this car? You're going to avoid the warranty. Exactly. You have a drag car now. But Uh-oh. if Dodge were to produce a roll cage for this car... Could it be a direct connection roll cage? It could be. That allowed Ooh. you to not void your warranty... Which I'm sure it's going to be an awesome warranty in and of itself. And the thing is, insuring this car, do you realize there's only one insurance company in the country that will insure it? Haggerty. Which is insane in itself. And I'm pretty sure sure that insurance policy is going to be through the roof. I mean, because they know what you're doing with it. Oh, God, yeah. If you buy one of these cars, one of two things is going to happen. I want to put the insurance in my grandmother's name. (laughs) Yeah, no joke. One of two things, you're either going to stick this car in your garage and never touch it, or this thing's going to hit the strip an awful lot. And you, I tell you, another first this car. It's the very first production car that will tote the wheels from the factory when it uh, leaves. Certified by Guinness Book of World Records, 2.92 feet of a factory car. How many Gs is this thing pulling when it leaves? 1.8 Gs. That's insane. I don't know what to compare that to. Like I'll put it like this. It's like being shot out of a slingshot. It's got to be. I mean, like, the fastest roller coaster just tips over 1G, right? The one that David killed Goliath with or just a homemade one? I I'm think a David about, killed Goliath. Yeah, that's, oh, gonna, yeah, that's, that's, a, heavy, them, that's a heavy one right it's there. It's like the one they chunk, they chunk midgets with. One of yeah. those big oh, ones. Yeah. Oh, oh, back in the old times. Another world's fastest, uh, the 0 to 60 time of 2.3 seconds. A 0 to 30 time in just a second. A 0 to 100 time. Of five seconds. Dude, this thing is a rocket. I'll tell you what. Odd Rod, I think we've talked enough on this thing. we got to pay some bills. All right. We'll, we'll come back to this Dodge Demon here in just a little bit on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Uh, 106.3 WORD. Stimulating talk that's firing on all eight cylinders. You're fueling up with Hot Rods and Happy Hour. With Rob and Odd Rod. On 106.3 WORD. The Upstate's talk station. Grab your radio and hold on. This is where speed and horsepower rules. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Live and local with Rob and Odd Rod on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Rob Pitts. Yes, sir. Are you ready to send these demons back to hell? You damn right we are. I'll tell you something, though. The only way you're going to send a demon back to hell is you got to have an exorcist. The Chevy oh, Camaro exorcist. I love that movie. Tennessee Motorsports has took it to the next level. They're not just fixing Vipers anymore, kids. Tennessee Motorsports you stepped know, up. I'm going to stop you right there, though. I think that's hilarious. All these Dodge boys, they're getting mad because Hennessy, who used to be paired up with the Viper, has crossed over to the dark side, or Uh-oh. should I say the light side. And build this exorcist with Chevrolet. Hennessy's well, a good liquor. Well, I'm going to tell you something it is, about actually. these. <laughs> Top shelf stuff. It is. It really is. I wouldn't know anything about that. Mm, yeah, not, not you an Easter. Would. Not an Easter. All right. To the man that 
<laughs> Hosts a show called Hot Rods and Happy Hour. But anyway, but, but, but the Exorcist Camaro, this is what I love, though. It's like the muscle car wars are starting all over again. Okay, I mean, you got, you got the Dodge Demon, the Chevy Exorcist. I'm just waiting for Ford. Now, I heard rumors that they're actually coming out is with a 1,000-horsepower Mustang, a 7-liter 1,000-horsepower yeah, Mustang. I don't know if this is the P51 that they're talking well, about. I thought it was the GT500. It might be. I don't but know. But I want to tell you something. If it was me, if I was sitting at Ford Motor Company and I was over the Mustang division, mm-hmm. that car would have to be called the boss. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I'm talking about, now, keep in mind, you have 3,000 horsepower muscle cars. Yeah, all three competing. One, three 1,000 horsepower muscle cars. Yeah, 3,000. Yes. Three 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000 muscle cars what about competing one another. I mean, that's that's insane. Now, the cool thing GM has done is they've already put a cap. They're only producing 100 of these a year. That right there is going to make this car Well, see, Chrysler, right off the bat, is already rumored 3,000 demons. What? So... It's going to be a fight. 100 demons is going to, or 100 uh, of these exorcists. 3,000 demons. Good Lord. So we're going to be a match 30 to 1 on this already. Well, I mean, the thing about the demon is is the price. Now, the Camaros, they're great cars, but they're, what, 140-something odd grand? I think so. Well, I heard the rumor number on the demon was 120,000. That's, that's the number I've heard. I can't confirm that. But, yeah, once you start adding up the money on this, it does get pricey, and, and we'll do that. Because they're using the base of the Z01 Camaro, which is a 650 horsepower 6.2 liter so they're outfitting it with a larger supercharger ported heads and free-flowing headers this is going to give their exorcist a thousand horsepower is what they're i love saying. how you hot rod guys word things free-flowing headers I, I never knew a set of headers that work free-flowing I know. I, that's kind of like saying a liquid moving water pipe they all do that <laughs> you've never seen one i've seen some headers that weren't that free-flowing i'm just saying i have two and i didn't clear something i smack them with a hammer what about free-falling <laughs> but no this Tom is Betty. Yeah, exactly. so they're advertising this is going to give the exorcist a thousand horsepower and 966 foot pounds of torque which is impressive that means it can carry the wall just as hard as you can hit it well this is the thing with this camaro one hundred forty-four thousand dollars for it you're not going to be hitting walls with it yeah this is a rich boy's toy oh absolutely I haven't even got to the price tag on this thing yet. Oh, Lord. But it comes with a six-speed manual or a 10-speed automatic. A 10-speed automatic? A 10-speed automatic. I didn't even have a 10-speed bicycle this, when I was a kid. What? This what? They're putting all these gears in a transmission. I'm just ready for, like, you know, I mean, it sounds like you're driving a damn semi-truck. Now. I'm a Chevy guy, but I'm saying this is a problem. That, and I don't know. It, they might know more than me. I'm pretty sure they do. They're sitting up there, and I'm sitting here. But 10-speed just, to me, leaves room for error. It leaves room for something to mess up. But, I mean, that might be what it takes to handle the power they're throwing at this car. I mean, do you realize, I mean, if you can't find the right gear in 10 speeds... Well, it's automatic. It's automatic. Well, obviously. Yeah. But um, it's a six-speed manual, which is... That's cool. I'm cool no, with I'm, that. I'm down with a six-speed. But zero to 60 time, they're boasting under three seconds, which we know the Demon can handle that already. And quarter mile time, they're also boasting less than 10 seconds, which we already know they got to do a 9.65. So they're matching it tit for tat on these cars. Well, and another thing, too, is there's always room to move, even on both of them, even on the Demon. Well, the Demon has, uh, you know, they've put their numbers out there. So I'm anxious to see what Hennessy is going to do to try to beat this car. Take a shot. <laughs> I think they're going to try everything they can. Absolutely. And I, at the end of the day, they're all going to be pretty close. I, and I'd be willing to bet my life that Ford's not going to be far behind it. No, and that's what it was back in the day, man. You, you had, you know, the 350 came out. Then it was the 351 by Ford. Then it was the 360 by Dodge. They do this. We're just getting to see it in our lifetime. But they do this. They have this battle out. They produce basically the same car. 
and one's going to be a little bit faster depending on what night it is at the drag track. But that's what they do. This is muscle car wars relived. With pony cars. With pony cars. Which yeah. I have a big problem with in itself. Hey, pony anyway. boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, a Mustang, a Challenger, and a Camaro are pony cars. Yeah, they're Long not. Nose, they are neck. not they're muscle cars. cars they're not muscle By cars. By definition, they and are not muscle cars. It kills me when somebody says that. Yeah, let's bring back a Chevelle, a two-door exactly. charger. A, a two-door charger. A two-door charger. And, I don't know, for Ford, a Galaxy would be cool. Or a Torino. A Torino would be awesome. Torino but would be amazing. This is the thing. Or Fairlane. Yeah. This is the uh, oh the one big thing with the demon that I kind of have problems with when people buy these cars. You're not that's not hot rodding. No, you not basically at all. just told me you got a good beacon. Yeah, when you bought this car. Yeah, um, you basically said your 840 horsepower matched your 840 beacon scores. What you've done, right? And this, I mean, they're a great car and all that stuff. I mean, buying this, if it makes you a hot rodder, is like me buying a Sherman tank. And expecting to be a war hero. Well, they weigh about the same. That's very true. Very, very <laughs> true. Very true. But, you know, okay, so let's get back to this Camaro. Let's talk money. You've already said the the price, but I'm going to break it down for you. So if you go out and buy a base model, well, not base model, but a loaded-out ZL1 Camaro, you're going to spend $63,435 right there. Already an impressive car. Now, if you want this thing to visit Hennessy before it visits your driveway, go ahead and tack on another $55,000 budget. That's crazy right there. You can almost buy two ZL1 Camaros right there off the bat. Now, if you want to upgrade the transmission, that's $9,950. And I would highly recommend it if you're going to throw a 1,000 horsepower at a car. This is really getting out of hand. It is. I mean, it's to the next level. It's like designer hot rodding. Yeah. All right, so another $8,995 gets you the drag package, which, to my knowledge right now, includes nothing more than a beefed-up drive shaft and some drag radials. That does not add up. Might I remind you, the Demon already comes factory with drag radials. Cheater slicks. It's the first production car with cheater slicks. Yeah, so. That's, the Demon, I still think, and you know me, I'm not stepping the Pentastar punch. I'm telling you. But I think the Demon's got the basis. Number, numbers for numbers, right now the Demon is the better and car. And Dodge came out swinging. Yeah. Um, $6,995 adds the Hennessy 20-inch wheels equipped with the Michelin Pilot Cup 2 tires for handling. Because you needed that 1,000 horsepower. I'll tell you something I, I don't think handling is in the equation anymore. I'll tell you another really cool thing about the Demon, though, is actually it comes with skinnies, too, in yes. the trunk, ready yeah. to go. Yeah, I mean, they, they're giving you all they got. And like I said, now, if you want all this with your Exorcist Camaro, like you said, you're at $144,375 to be exact, of course, plus your tax tag and fees. But the Demon, rumored number is 120000 so you're already 20000 lighter. And I truly think, until we see more numbers on this Camaro, that you're getting the better car. Right now, I think the Demon is. I want to tell you something. It's a factory-built car. Yeah, they're building this car in the factory. GM is sending it off to Hennessy, which I don't really have a problem with that. I mean, it's, a, it's like sending a Ford to sailing. It is. I don't really have a problem with it, but I do think it's awesome that the Dodge is doing this in-house. It is cool, and I'll tell you what, Chevrolet could do it in-house, too. You know what? Take Cobo Camaros, put dashes with VIN numbers on them. Yeah. Problem solved. Amen to that. 
Now, the cool thing is, even though this car is leaving GM and visiting Hennessy, you still get a warranty with it. It's not much of one for the money, but a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty, as GM has put it, it's plenty of time to hunt down some demons. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. And that's just part. That's just part of this whole. Uh, this whole. You know, muscle car wars. It's these little jabs. You know, the plenty of time to hunt down demons and all that. Well, I like it. It's the name game. It's marketing at its best. Absolutely. And I, and I really think we're gonna see a lot more of it. Dodge right now. They're top on it though. They are. All right, killing guys. It. All right, guys. I want you to jump on Facebook. Go visit the Hot Rods and Happy Hour Facebook page. Tell us about some cars that you like. Their low productions. Maybe some you've owned or some stories about some. Tell us what you think. What's going on between the Demon and the Exorcist Camaro? We want to know all about it. And I guess tune in next week to Hot Rods and Happy Hour for more exciting high octane talk. High octane talk. That's right, guys. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on one hundred six three W O R D. Thanks for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Interact, share, and connect with Rob and Odd Rod. Hit the on-air button at 1063WORD.com. Scroll to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Find out more about the show. Listen on demand at Interact 24-7. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Supercharged Auto Talk. 1063WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.